When you retire, you may get a chance to go to football heaven. This is football heaven. Hey guys, welcome to The Mission. I'm your host, Jameer Howerton, and I am super excited for today's conversation. You know, we are gonna get a chance to talk to somebody who's been a first, who will be a first right here on The Mission. And as we're on our path to Canton, Ohio for this year's 2022 enshrinement, powered by Johnson Controls, I get the opportunity to catch up with the finalist. And he is a Super Bowl 29 champion and a legend of the San Francisco 49ers. Mr. Bryant Young is joining us right here on the mission. Mr. Young, welcome to the mission, sir. All right. Thank you so much, Jameer. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, congratulations. It's so much in order of being a finalist for this year's 2022 class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. When you received that news of being a finalist, what did that, how did that resonate to you? You know what? It was uh, really special because you think about the path that you took and then being eligible to be nominated then going from that to the semifinalist and to the finalists. And it's just um, a great feeling to be among a group of great guys. Um, you know, you think about all the great players that have played this game and there are a lot more out there. But to be narrowed down to be one of those 15s is a great feeling. You know, I have to give you your flowers because, you know, when you think of the outpour of love and it was an amazing article, um, Kevin Gogan said that he rates ahead of Hall of Famers John Randall and Warren Sapp and your guy Willie Rofe, Pro Football Hall of Famer, said he was one of those guys with a quiet demeanor. He wasn't really a talker on the sidelines or whatever. He was just a class act. How does that make you feel when you hear Pro Football Hall of Famers and your colleagues speak so highly of you. You know, it, it's really humbling uh, to me because uh, you never know the impact that you would have on somebody. Um, when I think about just playing the game, uh, my intent is to go out there and play with everything that I got for my teammate, for my organization, my teammates, the coaches, uh, the organization. And um, you, you just never know as you're playing it what effect that will have on your opponent. And so um, I'm humbled by that, to be able to hear those type of words and the, the respect that's that's garnered uh, from having playing against someone, it's, um, it's humbling. I wanna go back to 1994 when you were drafted in the first round, seventh overall. What did that day mean to you and your family? It was special because you think about all the hard work that you put in up until that point. And I was a little green about the process even leading up to that, you know, I'm a freshman, sophomore, uh, had dreams and aspirations of maybe playing, but I didn't really asphyxiate myself on just the NFL. I was just kind of living in the moment. And here I am at that very juncture uh, and getting drafted by the 49ers. It was a dream come true because I think about all the moments when you just focus on what's important at that particular time and you do that day in and day out, and then for that to come to fruition and they get selected by an incredible organization, uh, it was a dream come true for me. What was it like walking in that locker room the first time? I mean, being feeling the spirits and the ghosts of the great men that wore that 49ers jersey. You know, just uh, you, you quickly learn, at least for me, uh, having been around some really elite athletes in college, but here, here you are 
you hear about these incredible players in that locker room, and then you finally get a chance to meet them. Um, you can't be starstruck because I realized at that moment, you know, hey, they, they brought me in for a reason. You know, they brought me in to do a job and, and to play a role and, and to do it well as, as best I can to help the team. And so, um, you know, it was it was an honor to be selected and be in that locker room among some of the greatest players uh, in the NFL. And speaking of college, you know, one of my all-time favorite, uh, my second all-time favorite football movies, um, right under Remember the Titans, is Rudy. I just love yeah. it. You know, I cry every time. I mean, when I see, when I, when I, I, oh my God, when I see Rock, when he goes, I don't know nothing about nothing. And then yeah. at the end when he's clapping because of Rudy, I, I tear up every time I think about it, but just a great tradition. And I just been watching this documentary on uh, Joe Montana of, of, of Notre Dame. What did it mean to go there? What did it mean to wear that gold helmet that sprayed in 14 karat gold? Yeah, it was it was special. You know, you think about um, those type of stories uh, when you when you see it play out on the big screen with Rudy, and then you have a chance to be there and walk it and, re and really uh, understand what it's all about. It is there's a special, unique mystique about the university. You know, all the greats that have come before you, and here you are. You're living in that moment, and you don't. Sometimes you could take it for granted. Um, until you go through that whole experience or understanding that it, it is special, but when you have a chance to come back for a game um, or some other event uh, or an opportunity to visit the campus, it is a unique and special place. And um, it, it's a, it was an honor to be able to have that experience and, and to do it with a lot of great people, student athletes, uh, the student body, uh, coaches, faculty, administrators, um, I enjoyed my experience there. It was beautiful. Now, when you entered into the NFL and you're in that locker room in the San Francisco 49ers, who were some of the elders, if you will, that kind of took you under their wing to show you the way of how to be a pro? Yeah. Um, you know, I think for me, it was the whole D-line. You know, in that, in that D-line room, I had Richard Dent, Ricky Jackson, two Hall of Famer, Charles Mann, who had a, a great career with the Washington uh, football team at now. Um, Dennis uh, Brown was in his, what, seventh or eighth year locker right next to me. Um, There's a lot of guys, Tim Harris. Um, those are just the D linemen. Then you had Ken Norton, Gary Plummer. You had Deion Sanders on the back end. You had Tim McDonald uh, as well. You had a lot of great guys uh, that were just willing to, you know, give every, every piece of nugget to help you in the, uh, and, and keep you in the pocket to help you move along and make great choices. And, um, you know, it was so much information for me um, to be able to dissect and choose what was important at that particular time to help me in that moment. But I had some great guys that, that were willing to offer all the type of advice that I needed in my first year. It must have been something, Bryant, because you know, I'm just learning about the Lynn Eschmont award for inspirational and courageous play eight times you awarded this and no other member of the 49ers organization has won it no more than twice but the beautiful thing about it is it's voted by your teammates yes what i'm trying to find the right question to ask and and, and help me through this but what what did they see in you um that 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 propelled 
you to be that leader for them in that locker room. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I think about that uh, a lot, Jameer. And um, sometimes it's hard to wrap my, my mind around that in, in terms of how my peers viewed me in that manner, what that award stood for, and to uh, each year to, to receive that um, um, in that moment. And I think about all the great players that came in that locker room. It is, it is really humbling to receive that award. You know, it means so much to me because it was voted on by my teammates. That you know, you think about all the times that you go go in the practice field, or you step out on the game field. For me, it it was really holding up my end of the bargain and trying to do it the best I possibly can for my teammate. And so, um, to be able to be voted on each year in that manner and to have that type of regard and respect, it, it's humbling when I think about all the times that that, that came about. And then I studied about the, 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 I mean, a lot of people, the injury that you sustained, I mean, it could have been a career ending injury, but it wasn't for you because you went on to, to higher heights and what you were able to accomplish throughout your career. But if you can, you know, to, to, to be named the NFL 1999 NFL comeback player of the year after going through that injury and to go on to do what you do. If you could talk about the support staff, the mindset, um, how you rehab to get back to that level, that top level of competition. Like you said, there, there are so many people that were a part of that. You think about when the injury initially happened. Um, I remember the coach being there on the field uh, to console me as best he could and Steve Mariucci. And then here's the owner of our team, DeBar Eddie DeBarlow, who is right there waiting for the gurney to get to the to the uh, ambulance to take me to the hospital. And and right there, you just felt this this love and compassion uh, in that moment from coaches, the ownership, the fans. Um, but after surgery and and throughout care and rehab, you had so many people's the doctors, the trainers, uh, the strength strength and conditioning staff. Uh, outside people in terms of uh, um, physical therapists that were a part of that. So it, it, it was a it was a group effort. It was a village of people that really helped me along the way. And it was so challenging and so tough at times. There were times where I felt like this may not be turning a corner, but then there was a glimmer of light when it finally happened that I just held on to each each time and you could see the progress slowly but surely. But it took a lot of grit, took a lot of determination, it took a lot of hard work, and it took a it took a village to make it happen. Man, not only were you a force on the field, but in the community as well. And if you could talk talk about, and still to this day, some of the community work that 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 motivates you to get out and serve the community. You know, I've always been uh, brought up to give um, what's been given to me. Um, we are responsible uh, for being able to pay it forward. And so for me to be able to see that for my dad, um, serving this community, serving in the local church, I first had that example uh, there. And, and for me, I always thought that if I had the opportunity to do good for a community or for a cause, it was my responsibility. I wanted to make sure that I did my part. I wanted to do my part to uplift someone, to inspire somebody, to encourage somebody. And so for me to be in a position where 
Um, you have something, give something. And so it was important for me to do that. Wow. We're honored to be joined by finalists for this year's class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Mr. Bryant Young, right here on the mission, giving us some really inspiration words and, and, and truly to, to like overall live a Hall of Fame life. And, you know, we, we want to thank you for sharing that. Um, as, we, as we shift gears a bit, want to have a little fun. Um, want to get your take on, um, I love to do these top five lists. I'm a big list guy and, and you know, and our, and our fan engagements, they love it too. So I, I would love to tap in and, uh, and, and just get your, get your, get your top five list on a few um, top five football moments. Top five football moments is uh, winning the Super Bowl, um, comeback player of the year, um, any year uh, winning the Lynn Eshmont. Um, it was a special moment each year because of, what it meant to me at that particular time. Um, being a part of, um, I think every moment or just collectively being a part of the, the 49er organization. Um, and I would say to the, the opportunity to impact our community, those, those were some of the, the biggest moments um, for me. Love to know your top five favorite players growing up. Wow, that's that's easy. Uh, Richard Dent, um, Mike Singletary, Tom Rathman. Yeah, well, here's the story because I'll, I'll say this real quick. So Tom, when I initially went out for football my freshman year of high school, first time playing organized football, I had dreams of being a fullback, a Matsui type uh, uh, fullback and uh, Tom Rathman type hybrid guy. And so Tom, Tom was one of the guys I looked up to and, uh, and uh, just how he ran the ball, just tough nose. But of course, Montana and uh, Jerry Rice as well, top five. Wow. And you got a chance to play with, 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 with Richard Dent, Hall of Famer. Wow. Yes, yes. And uh, your top five toughest opponents. Yeah, top five individual opponents. Uh, Larry Allen, the guard. Uh, Damani Dawson at center. Um, uh, Kevin Gogan was a tough opponent. I uh, played against Kevin uh, uh, several times. And um, I had an opportunity to play against uh, Adam Timmerman a few times. Really got a lot of respect and regard for him as a player. Um, just tough. And um, uh, Steve Stepnowski, he was a center for the Dallas Cowboys. Just a technician. He was quick, he was crafty. But there are a lot of other great players that I missed, but those were the ones that stand out. Wow. And Brian, unfortunately, this year we lost a legend and Pro Football Hall of Famer head coach John Madden. Um, what did he mean to you and to the game of football? Well, such an iconic figure. Um, what he did uh, as a coach uh, on the field to win championships, uh, the respect and that he garnered on the field, his motivation, his leadership. Uh, but my time with him was probably more so in the boot and then all that the Madden brand stood for. Just an iconic figure voice. You know, when you had the opportunity to have Madden and Summerall call your games and uh, it was special if John said something cool and unique about you um, and you were waiting for, for to get home and, and maybe rewind it and see if John said something cool about you. 
Um, but he just had this energy. Um, he engaged the fans. I think um, just how he saw it differently made it so colorful and he brought the fans in and he made you want to be a part of it. But it was just his energetic personality and his perspective on the game. Uh, certainly he'll be missed. If you don't mind sharing, did you ever get a chance to have conversations with him? Because I, I did. Like, okay. And, and yeah, so I, I had like? a, yeah, had a chance to, to go on the bus, on the Madden bus and uh, production meeting and just kind of sit and talk and and uh, just uh, remember those times. And you think about um, just like, wow, like these are these are moments to remember, but you don't think about them at the time. So you, now you look back and it's like, wow, what a special moment to have with such an iconic figure. And then also you talk about his brand, um, just the all Madden brand to be a part of that team each year was, you know, some, it was almost like it was Madden, Pro Bowl, all pros, like I'm all Madden. That's all. Then you get this awesome gear. And so uh, you, you look forward to that each year. Did I make the all Madden team? Yeah, so it's awesome. Now I have to ask you this. Uh, when you were a video player type, you know, a video tech guy, like, did I you play some? Yeah. Okay. So, so did you like your ratings or were you like, John, what's going on coach? Oh, yeah. So now it's, it's about the ratings. So it's, you know, back then it kind of, it's, it's, it was a little different now it shifted. So it's all about, okay, is my rating correct? But, you know, when you look at some of the older players, I forget what they call it. Um, but the older players, you can, you know, uh, order them or uh, buy them. Um, so uh, some say I'm, my rating is a little lower. I'll take the word for it. If they say it's a little low, um, but um, but yeah, it's it's an awesome deal to be able to um, be one of those figures on the game and to be a part of that game. I think what EA and this partnership with the Madden brand they created, I mean, it, they started something really special and unique. And while we're still talking about a little football, your 49ers are still in the playoff hunt. Um, they're facing the Green Bay Packers this coming week. Talk about that matchup. And do you have any fond memories of going up into Green Bay? And it's kind of cold outside now, but you from Shy. You from the Shy, so you know yes. about that weather. But yeah. you, know, you didn't have a problem. But 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 do you foresee the <laughs> weather? Or is it like, oh, it's football, man. It's what we do. Yeah, it's what, it's what we do. Yeah. You know, you you think about it. Uh, it it's a mentality. You know, you go up in an environment like that, you just have to, you have to turn it on and you have to find it and that you can't let the elements affect you. And so um, it was never a factor um, because you realize both teams are playing in it. And if they got to, if, 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 although we're not used to it, but it is what we have to do and you have to do it as best you can, they're, they're, they're doing the same exact thing. Um, but, you know, it's a tough place to play um, during this time of the year. And so I think I feel really good about our chances. Um, I love the way the season has went. I thought it was some ups and downs. I thought the season in terms of way, the way it went is built character. And for them to be where they are and the, and the win last week against the Dallas Cowboys and put themselves in a position to play this game in Green Bay, um, I like their hopes. I like their, their, their chances. I'm very hopeful. That's amazing. That's amazing. And lastly, Bryant, you know, you talk in depth about so much of faith, family, and football, and just how everything has come together. If you were to receive that phone call or however, 
What would it mean to you to receive that notice that you are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? You know, it, it would mean so much because I think about, I think about not just me, I think about everybody around me that I had the shared experiences with that have poured into my life, that my support groups, the coaches, my family, uh, the organization, ownership. Um, there are so many people, rehab doctors, that, that have been part of this journey. And so when I think about that, um, I'm representing, I am representing all those people that have sharpened me in some type, shape, form, or fashion. And so to be able to be a, um, a representative of all those people, it would be special. And then too, when I think about all the blood, sweat, and tears, the broken bones, the tears, the surgeries, the repairs, all the hard things that you go through, the ups and downs, the hard times that grow you, um, to get that call is to say, you know what, all of that was well worth it. Well, Brian, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on the mission, and we wish nothing but the best to you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Young, San Francisco 49ers legend.